What is going on, y'all? Welcome to the Joel Friday TV podcast. I am Joel Friday. Bienvenido. Welcome to the show. It's Tuesday, so you know what that means. We're live on YouTube and on Instagram. What's up, Instagram and YouTube? Amazing stuff. Do me a favor. Before we get started, hit that like button. Smack it. Latest smackdown on like, subscribe, and share button. Tell your people's 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 about the show so we can get the subscribers up and the message out. Do it now, please. 454. Also, topics to be covered today. What are we talking about? What are we getting into today? I'm going to tell you how a man should treat a woman. Oh, we getting into it. We getting into it today. I got some clips to show you guys. Oh, we're getting into it. How a man should treat a woman. Because this topic ain't talked about enough. At least I ain't hearing it. So we're going to get into it today. It is a talk show, so you can call in at 888-775-3773, and we can talk about the topics at hand or past shows, whatever. We can get into it. Um, we got uh, some calls on the line waiting here. So I will get to you callers. Be patient for me. Let me lay the groundwork a little bit, and I will get to your calls as soon as possible. There are lines that are open as well. Make sure you get in ASAP, y'all, so I don't run out of time and I can't get to you. So make sure you call in um, 888-775-3773 for whatever reason. As you guys know, if you cannot call in, you can go to buymeacoffee.com slash TV and um, send your question or comment there. And I can read them live on air or go to the chat box and hit the super chat button and um, you can send your question or comment there or just support the show. And I appreciate the support. So you do have those options as well. Amazing stuff. Let's get right to it. Let's not waste any time. Um, yeah, I've been wanting to get to this for, for a little while. Because it's definitely some information that is not, I'm not seeing this in the public. I am not seeing this in the public. And I'm still learning about this myself, but it's time to speak on it. You know what I mean? And I also want to hear what you guys think about it. Instagram, uh, YouTube, let me know what you guys are doing. How you guys doing? What's up, moderators? Are my mods holding it down? Shout out to my mods. Amazing stuff. So, let's get to it. How a man should treat a woman. So, I realized that in the world today, um, everybody's just out of control. All people out of control right and it's because all people are just trying to figure life out people are just lost just trying to find their way make sense of life and really find love right but nobody really knows what love is and the only way to restore balance to the earth is um we have to find love and be of love so the way a man treats a woman is with love right so I know we all know that, everybody knows that, you know, but everybody kind of just tosses around the word love. And nobody, not nobody, right? But 
a lot of people just don't know what that means. What what is love? What is love? Right? What does it mean? How do you give it? How do you be of it? I'm gonna explain what I believe love is and how you can give it to according to the topic today. How do you love a woman? Love is doing the right thing by her, by all people in general. But let's stay on let's stay on topic. Love is doing the right thing. So when your relationship or your family or whatever it is, but you you show love to the person, right? You do the right thing by them. So if you're in a relationship, all love is is doing the right thing. Sometimes the right thing is just listening. Sometimes the right thing is laying down the the uh, or putting your foot down. Let's just put it like that. <laughs> putting your foot down. And sometimes it's um, being straight up and honest. And sometimes it's being kind and gentle. But the point is doing the right thing. And if you're aware of yourself and you're seeking, you'll know and see what the right thing to do in front of you is to do. Don't try to plan and think of all the right things you could say and do. No, that's, that's off. You just do what's in front of you to do. When you do that, that's how you love the other person. That's how you love a woman. And women, all people, right? But women, especially from their, 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 their craving for a man to be a man, right? They're craving for a man to be a man and to love her properly. So they act like they don't want to be put in their place. They act like they want to be a boss, but that's not what they really want. Why? Because deep down within them, their actual true self is subject to men, subject to God, right? But men represent God. And women... Um, have God with them in, in them as well, but men have authority, natural authority. That's just a part of the order. So women crave for God through men, even if they don't know it. But we have bad examples of men. We don't have good examples of men. Men not showcasing that love. Men not being of love. Even when the women don't want it, even when she don't like it, even when she can't see it. Our job as men is only to be right. That's our only job. And being right and doing right is love. What is hate? I'll tell you hate. Hate is emotion. Hate is feelings. Ha <laughs> ha That's important too. Anytime you're in this emotional thing you think is love, anytime you're in the feelings part of it, as much as you think you mean well, emotions and feelings are pure hatred because they're only about yourself. They're only about you, how it's going to make you feel 
It's all about satisfaction. It's not the real deal. So you want to avoid hate. And Satan's mission. <laughs> this is deep. Maybe I went too deep too quick. Maybe I should, we should have warmed up a little bit. But this is deep. So make sure you guys, uh, ears are open. Satan's only mission, Satan's mission statement is to deceive and destroy, right? We know that. But what that, what he did, what he did, I'm about to reveal the secret. What he did is he said that he was going to imitate everything that God is and everything that God does. So if God has love, then Satan said he's going to imitate a version of love so that you can be deceived by his love and actually grasp it easier, quicker, simpler, not simpler, but quicker, right? Then God's love. So he imitated it so you can go here to the fake one and not the real one, right? And that's exactly what he does in every area of life. Anything that's of God's, he imitated an artificial version of it. So he can deceive you to make you think of one as another. So he love. Love today in the world by most people, love defined by the world, is the false version, the evil version, which is emotions and feelings. It feels like love and all that. You ask people what they think love is, most people will say it is a feeling. It's because they found the, the imitation love, which is hate disguised as love. Pure evil disguised as love. Isn't that amazing? That's a mission statement to mimic everything of God so you could trick you to, to make you believe that it's of God when it's not. That's why us that are waking up, that's why us that are hearing the message um, are blessed. Because we have an awareness now, now that we're recognizing when we're in those feelings, in those emotions, recognizing the light is shining on the darkness. And um, that's the best place to be because now we're on our way to overcome. But I want to give you guys an example, right? <laughs> Uh, I recently was seeing a, a, a lady and didn't work out, but you know, that's okay. And um, things were in the beginning, things were cool, everything was going well. And um, as soon as I got was getting to know this person and I got to know her, and I started to, like, develop more interest. Like, I was liking what I was seeing. As the, the months were going on, the feelings started coming up. Ooh! Feelings were coming up. 
And as soon as the feelings were coming up, now I, was, I recognized them. I seen them. I was recognizing them, right? But I was still feeling them. And as soon as the feelings came up, darkness. Darkness took over. It made it so much harder to do the right thing. Now, luckily, I was aware of it. But even though I was aware of it, it was still, I still found myself at times giving in to them, right? And when I would give in to them, it was still, I would, I would um, misstep, right? And I wasn't realizing at that moment that I didn't know as, clear as I know now, more clearly now than I did then, how the feelings at any point <laughs> are destructive because they make you think and do things that um, are outside of what you should be doing. They make you think about the future that make you think about making the other person feel good. It makes you want something. And all of those things are outside of um, the present. Right? Now, we don't want to beat ourselves up and be like, man, I, ha I have this feeling. What am I going to do? The point is to be aware of it and not go with it. Like... Be aware of it, and but don't do your best, right? Because sometimes on the process, things are going to happen. You make mistakes. But the point is to be aware of it and endure it and do your best not to go with it. And when you do, just realize you did and then learn. That's what happened to me. I was going in and, you know, stepping out, going in, stepping out. But the whole time I was aware and I learned so much. And as soon as I realized, like, the feelings is what changed the whole dynamic of our whole situation is when I was able to snap back to the beginning. And that's when I was able to be honest and be do the right thing. And... um. Though on the way, though throughout the process we were, I was seeing this person, I was still doing the right thing, right? Even though, like, I was watching the feelings, I was still doing the right thing, and I was still speaking up. And when I was doing that, I realized she was starting to pull back, right? Because it was making her feel uncomfortable. But as I really started to recognize it at the end, and I really was like, um, you know, snap back to reality... Oh, there goes gravity. Then um, that's when um, an opportunity arose to tell the cow how to eat the cabbage or something like that. <laughs> how the cow ate the cabbage. Well, I, I, opportunity came up to where I needed to be honest. And I was honest. I did the right thing. And she long, she left, gone. 
She dipped. But I was okay. I was okay. Because I knew that I did the right thing, and I knew that I showed her love. She just couldn't recognize it. And I planted a seed. That's what's so amazing is that they may not give you, they may not accept it, or they may not appreciate it, or they may reject it, or more. they may resent you for it. But if you did it in the right way, in the right time, and it was of God, then you planted a seed that may save their life. You know what I mean? And in that moment, I, I planted that seed and she left or whatever, but I was okay because I knew that I did the right thing and that if she just reflects on that, if she takes the time to just see what was said, then freedom is right on the other side of, of um, everything that she was dealing with. So it was a blessing. And I was like, wow, that's deep. And that's when I really, truly, like, furthermore realized that love is doing the right thing and feelings ain't got no part of that. Run away from the feelings by just enduring them. Just going through them. No fight up against them. Don't try to get rid of them. Don't try to hide from them. Don't try to escape from them. Just go through them and let them pass. And the ego's dying. And it's been a, it's just an amazing thing. So I got a couple clips that I, I got to show you guys these examples. These examples are so deep. I got to show you guys examples. But before I do that, I'm going to take a couple calls. I'm going to get to the calls. And, um... And not give out. Joel trying so hard to talk in generalities and not give out the 401 so it's not relatable. No, I don't mind. I don't mind. I gave you guys a lot of details. But you guys don't also, unless it's appropriate, you guys don't need to know all the details. That's just nosy. You just want to be in the business. But I'm not ashamed um, to speak on it when it's necessary. Uh, my de facto producer, Zenny, is, is, has Joel taken one call yet? I'm, I'm going, Zenny. Let me go to Latin A out of California. Latin A, welcome to the show. You're on the air. Thanks for holding. Latin A. Oh man, I always hear Latin. Sorry, I'm here. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Hey, Latin. How are you? Hi, I'm fine. Um, I'm great. Uh, this is the first time I've called into you, so I'm a little bit nervous. <laughs> no worries. I appreciate you calling. Um. By the I'm way, really nervous. quick. Sorry to cut you. I'm a fan because I always hear you on uh, Nick's show and and James' show, and it's an honor that you call my show. Oh, that's awesome. I didn't know you even knew I existed. That's great. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Go ahead. Originally, I 
calls to ask, what do men need to help make them stronger? Okay, because the women and children and, uh, you know, I mean, women as in like single women, um, say like your potential uh, wife, you know, Mm -hmm. what kind of things do men need to help make them stronger in this world today? Because we are faced with a lot of dilemmas. There are a lot of problems right now. Um, And I did have a, a discussion with a couple of people a couple of nights ago. And they did say that, you know, we are in a spiritual warfare right now. So it would be good, like, if they were, you know, somehow developing their relationship with God or whatever religion they follow and exercise to keep their body strong, right? So they need to keep their body strong because health is wealth. Yeah. Wealth and um, our spiritual health, right? Yeah. And... I think, like, a third thing would be to, like, what I think would be helpful is if we had men who knew their rights and knew their constitutional rights and the laws to help protect them and their families. And, you know, even protect them against, like, potential um, drags. Do you know what a drag is, Lenny Camp? No, what's a drag? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Explain, educate, educate us, or I guess just me. I learned, I learned this language being in in um, conservative black spaces on YouTube. Oh, uh, okay. It's kind of like a bad word, um, but it's used to describe women like Fanny Willis. Oh. So she would be called a drag. She's uh, a drag. Uh, okay, so. Now use now use it how you were using it again before, so I can make sense of what you were saying. Yeah, um, you know, you wouldn't want to end up dating a strug like oh, okay. Danny Willis. Oh, okay, okay, I see, I see. Yeah, and what was that? No, go ahead. Finish, finish your point. And then I was going to say that um, a lot of Americans have a distorted view of what like dating should be like or what court like do people court anymore no um, and, like and i don't think that people young people who are single don't need to have a boyfriend you don't need to have a girlfriend um unless like you're serious and re- ready to like get married to look for a wife right i agree I agree. Those... And a lot, Go and ahead. a lot of women in the United States seem to want or expect the man to read their mind, or they expect a guy to like follow like um, like they have this ideal yeah. of what a man should be like. And before you even pull up to pick them up for the date or something, it's like they have a scenario. But what's it going to be like? And how yep. they expect you to act and respond and everything. And then if you, like, do the slightest thing, like, oh, let's say you uh, have a booger hanging out of your nose, she'll, like, dump you for that, you know? That is so very true. Very true. It's like a it's like a checklist that they already pre-prepared on what they think a man should be. And uh, if he doesn't fall onto, those, onto that checklist or he doesn't check off those boxes, she's dumping him. 
And she's crazy. These women yeah, I know. are crazy. Like, unrealistic expectations. They're so, like, they're like in la-la land. Yeah. But also, it doesn't help that women have access to birth yeah. control because then they think that it's okay to be a hoe. Oh. Right. Am I not? No, that's okay. No, you can say it. It's, it's true. And I want to say, too, is that you're making an interesting point. Um is that what's missing is like the heart of of everything and i think that for one it's true that you know women have these expectations oftentimes of these men but yet their lifestyle and the things that they do is all jacked up but i think that uh when it comes to men returning like you were mentioning in the beginning it's like yes they should have all those things that you said like the working out know the constitution know these things those are nice things to know, but I think at the heart of it is men have to truly like overcome and return to love and recognize love and at least know what love is and know God. And from there, um, everything else starts to fall in place. The working out, the constitution, all these different things are like subsets of the the true foundation, which is knowing God, knowing love. And we until men do that and until men start to really like commit to enduring and overcoming um, themselves and um, facing um, themselves, facing their ego, then, um, then that's when a society will start to re uh, restore itself. Then, then there'll be an example. So um, it really goes down to like really overcoming the, the, the wicked heart. Yeah, Joel, how old are you, if you don't mind me asking? I'm in my 30s. Okay. Um, you're, you're still young. Like, if you're at least 35, like, that's still young. Um, you still have time to, like, you know, um, work on yourself. Right. That when you do meet the next lady, you tell us her. This is how it's going to be. That's you right. You see a booger in clothes, you don't like it, you don't break up with me. You just tell me, here's the Kleenex, you know? Right. <laughs> it, it, right. And if she has a problem with that, then, then she can keep it moving. She can stop. That's yeah, right. She can <laughs> That's right. I, I appreciate You know, especially if you have confidence, you know, like, exactly. I think. Yeah. You should. Unless she's got an ego trip or something. Well, the crazy thing is too, uh, Latin A, is that when when the man is really a man, the women, the woman, if she's really trying to overcome and seek, she'll recognize the man for what he is, and she'll just fall in. A, she'll fall into place because she'll just admire that he's just really a man. She'll be able to see it in him. So, um, yeah, she won't. She'll see the burger, but she was like, you know what? This is a real man here. Let me just let him know that he has a little booger and I'm going to keep it moving. <laughs> She'll have your back. Exactly. exactly. I appreciate it, Latin A. Good call. Thank you for calling me. Thank you. Call me again. Any last uh, any last points? I got just got to keep the calls <laughs> moving here. I was waiting for you to hang up so I don't click you. Uh, okay. <laughs> Thank you, Latin A. Appreciate it. Call me again. Oh, shoot. I hung up on the wrong person.
Yeah, call me again, whoever I hung up on. It was gray. Um, man, good call by uh, Latin A. She's right. She's right about what she's saying. And, um, yeah, it's always nice that uh, there's ladies that, like, recognize this kind of stuff. So, appreciate it. I'm gonna get to another call and then I gotta I got to get to these clips. And then a super chats, Lord have mercy. I have time. The Lord, the Lord is with us. I gotta get these clips because they drive the point home. Like it's amazing. Let me get to Gray. Gray out of Los Angeles. What's going on, man? What's going on, Joe? How are you? All is well. How are you doing? Good, bro. You know why I love the Joel Friday show? It's because I could be on it. Right, right. on. That's right. <laughs> and uh, an uh, anonymous, so nobody knows who I am. But anyway. Right. <laughs> um, so I think I'm on a interesting position uh, okay. not a lot of people are in. So, you know, I had, I had kids when I was 16. So okay. I was with the mother of my kids when I was 16. And listening to you talk about love and how to love a woman, I, I think I finally figured it out 15 years later because mm. you know how you said that you were on a, you're on a date and you were honest and you never saw the girl again. Right. So with me, I'm honest and I have to see her next week. Why do you, why? So why do you have to because see her? the mother of my kids. Oh, I see. I see. I see. Okay. So, so, Time passed by, and, and, you know, I had to go through it all. I had to go through, you know, breaking up with her and um, trying to put her down to build myself up for the kids and yeah, and all these things, right? But, um, you know, as time went by, I, I, I had a lot of chances to practice love and, and be right and be understanding and... Um, uh, I'm just trying to get this point across, but what basically what I'm trying to say is, um, you know, after all this time, I think I, I, I realized, you know, like I, I truly feel that because you don't have to be with somebody to love them, right? No. So, so I feel that I'm finally loving this this girl the right way, regardless your, your, of our situations. So I'm not with your child's mother. Yes, okay. yes, like, regardless of our situation, we're not together. We haven't yeah. been together for a decade. Yeah. So, um, but I'm realizing that because before it was very, like, I was jealous, even though I wasn't with her. Yeah. Uh, someone wanted to control her, even though I wasn't with her. Yeah. But, um, so, so basically, like, a week ago, uh, I met, I didn't meet him, but I saw this boyfriend that I've been hearing talks oh, yeah. about, right? Yeah. And it's funny because I saw him and the devil told me right away, I was like, oh, you're better than that guy. Like, you'll, you'll, you'll kick that guy's ass and all, these, all this stuff, right? Right. And then, I, and then I realized I was just like, <laughs> first I realized it was the devil just telling me that I'm right. any better than anybody else. Right, exactly. But then I, I, I realized I was like, I don't feel like I would have 10 years ago if I would have heard the same um, the same thing, like oh, she has a boyfriend. I w I wouldn't feel that way ten years ago. I would have probably reacted a different way, but I reacted 
I think the best way I just I just realized I was like, you know what? I, I wish her the best. I yeah. wish she has somebody solid she could go to. I wish this works out. It's not good for women to be alone. Yeah. And and I just had that realization and I don't yeah. know, I think there's something to be learned here. What do you think? No, I I agree. I think that um as long as you know, like you said that you're doing the right thing when the, when the moment comes up and you're watching yourself and realizing like, you know, I shouldn't be feeling a certain way because it is your, your, your child's mother and you guys do have a past. And also, um, this person, this new boyfriend is going to be obviously around your, your child often. So I think those are things that are going to come up, but like you said, when it comes to the jealousy and all those things, that's obviously from the enemy trying to get you to overreact and all that stuff. But as long as you do the right thing uh, to your, your your baby's mother, whether it be speaking up in a certain way or like whatever the case is, even if she has a boyfriend or not, it's always going to be respectful because there's no feelings attached there. It should just be based off of you just being honest and and um, not overreacting and letting things be what they need to be. So um, as long as you're doing that, I think that you're you're always going to be in the lead. Yes, yes. Um, I was talking to a friend about that, and he goes like, "Oh, you should have gone up to him, and told him, hey, you know, uh, I'm the parent, I'm the I'm the father, and if you ever do it, and this is my friend talking. He's like, oh, I'm the I'm the dad, and if you ever do anything, bro, you're gonna be dealing with me." I was like, why would I do that? I was like, that sounds like full ego. Like, look, listen here. Uh, yeah, what do you think? Crazy. Should I like? Should I stay out of even talking to that guy? Like, what do you think? I mean, I don't see nothing wrong with like introducing yourself. Like, hey, you know, I'm the I'm the child's father. I mean, I think that you yeah. guys should know each other, considering that this is a person that's going to be around your your child. Yeah. So I don't think there's nothing wrong with introducing yourself, but you should introduce yourself respectfully and with kindness and with no type of animosity or like I'm watching you type of thing. Cause that's, that's, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Like that's, that's not realistic for one. You're not with the, the baby's mother anymore. Yeah, yeah. So you should just approach it like you would approach a random person with respect yeah. and uh, yeah, a genuine attitude. Bro, it's yeah. It's crazy, bro. Because like, I don't like. I forget what it is to be without kids because my half my life has been with kids. So, well, how um, old is how old is uh? If you don't mind saying, how old is uh? My daughter is fifteen. Oh, okay, oh, okay, teenager. So, I was fifteen. I'm thirty, bro. So I was wow. 15. So young, yeah, a young parent, yeah, yeah. young parent, bro. I know. So like, I think about like when I hear you talk about girls and you wow. know you're, you tell them the truth, they leave, or you're dating here. And I forget what it feels like to be completely just by myself, you know? Wow. So what is that? Yeah, so, what, if you could say briefly, what what has it been like being a dad at 15 to now? Like, what was that process like and what has it been just trying to understand the whole thing? Man, just, you know, everything in between, you know, like um, sacrifices, uh, being humiliated because you don't know what you're doing. Uh. Um mistakes you wish you knew better kids grow up but i'm so thankful bro that yeah. i was able to wake up like five six years ago like of course with the help of of all you guys i was able to start seeing clearly and and start really um you know living life to the fullest and, yeah. and my kid my kid had benefited from it but 
yeah, it's just been, it's so crazy. Like, I forget what it is to not have kids. or. But I, yeah. out of all of this, I learned to, like I said from the beginning of the call, I learned to love this girl, like, the right way because she's always going to be there. Like, she's always going to be a mother of my kids. So yeah. I, I learned to respect her. No feelings involved, nothing. I don't want to be with her or anything. But I, I've, we finally come, you know, we met halfway finally. Nice. It's been 15 years. Nice. So I just want to say, like, I want to encourage the guys who do have, you know, uh, baby moms that they're not with, is to learn to see them as human and not as this, she used to be my girlfriend or anything like that. You need to really practice seeing these people as uh, as just another per- another human in your life, not as, uh, you know, as your baby mom yeah. or this other or title. Ex, or an ex and all these things. Yeah, that's a great yeah. point. Great point. That's all I got, bro. I appreciate it. Great. No, that's a great point because then when you look at the the titles and you end up treating them according to the title, that's my ex, that's my baby. The feelings are still attached, so you got to yeah, just forgive and forget. But I appreciate it. Great, uh, yeah, great points there. Call me again, man. Appreciate you, bro. All right, appreciate you, bro. Have a good one. Yeah, you too. Bye. That's a... Respect to Gray, though, because that's a... Well, I mean... We get ourselves in these type of situations, right? To have children young. So it's not like he's a victim or the the his girlfriend, baby's mother is a victim either. Not his girlfriend, his baby's mother. But that's that's tough. Being fifteen years old, raising a child, and now she's a teenager and he's still a young, young, young man. It's just what a life, but uh, respect to Gray for trying to do things the right way. Uh, let me go to Rick out of Hampton, Virginia. Rick, how's it going? Rick. Rick is at the gas station. Joel, Joel, what's going on? How's it going, Rick? Hello. Man, I'm going okay, man. What about you? Uh, all is well, man. Thanks for calling. Man. Bless you. I know you got to get on to your next caller, but you know how to treat a woman. You know, I think I'm over that, man, because a lot of times the women like the bad boys, then they get pregnant, two or three kids, now they want the good guy. <laughs> we don't want to take over another man's field. You know what I'm saying, Joel? Yeah, yeah. Well, I, well, I realize... Then, oh, go ahead. I thought you were done. Go ahead. So, well, then, then they want they want you to... um. Oh, y'all need to wipe up these single mothers. We don't want to be stepfathers first. You know, and, and I think they like the... I've heard one woman say the reason why they like the bad boy because they feel protected by them. They couldn't yeah. get the confidence about the swag, you know. Yeah. That's what I hear. Yeah. Well, the crazy thing is, Rick, is that that swag and all that stuff is the false version. And if, if a guy is really overcoming and he's really becoming a man, he has that swag that's that's way greater and confidence that's way more genuine and recognizable than the the bad boy swag. So I, I totally I totally agree with you, Joel, but yeah. most of the women don't think that. Then again, most of them grow up without fathers, so they really don't know what they're looking for most of the time anyway. Yeah. Yeah, it's on you know, so only only you know, only men they see is the ones in their neighborhood. Yeah. Or either the out of control men in their family. So that's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's unfortunate, and we just keep repeating the cycle over and over. 
Yeah. Yes. It's a, I'm with you on that, Joy. This is a good topic, man, how to treat a woman. But I treat a woman, man, um, as I want to be treated. No kind. I try and, um, you know, try and leave. You know, I'm, I'm married, yeah. and, you know, I just try and leave my wife with love. You know, I don't try and be a pharaoh or nothing. But yeah. if you see me and my wife, you can tell who's the husband, who's the wife. And that's how it should right be. You know, yeah. you know, you shouldn't just get there and say, God, damn. I always know who wear the pants in this relationship. Right, <laughs> right, right. Well, I appreciate that, Rick. Yeah, I think the yeah the no. bad the bad boy complex is a uh, is a uh, a popular false reality. Yes, it is, and they like it. And then, like like I was saying, then they get bring the bounce with one or two kids. Now they want the good guy who they should have been with in the first place. Become wife and mother, and then take over another man field. Man, we don't <laughs> want to do that. It's, 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 um, it's um, and then you hear Umar Johnson, Roland Martin Tower. Y'all need to wife up these, and then they yeah. ain't even name and Umar Johnson ain't famous taking them. Right, hundred percent. You know, so man, why should you, man? You know, I mean, it's a bad deal to me. I mean, I mean, I know I, I married my wife with a kid and stuff, you know. And, uh, you know, and I had a kid too, but um, for the most part, I would say if you don't have any kids, man or woman, make your own family when you yeah. when you're married. Yeah. That's the best way to go. I agree, Rick. I appreciate it. Thank appreciate you, man. Appreciate you, guys. Uh, on Friday. <laughs> All right, my brother, love you, man. Y'all keep up the good work. All right, you too. And thanks for calling me uh, earlier so I can get to you. Appreciate it. Yeah, I try. Yeah, I try to call real that way you can get to me, man. With some time. <laughs> I try and call you. Sometimes the line be busy. Too. Yeah, that's true. Like that's I true. Keep on calling, man, and um, until I get through. So that's a good thing that your line is busy. That means people are starting to listen as you will. Right on, Rick. I appreciate you, it. You, Nick, all of them. I mean, James, Jesse, all y'all, man. Y'all put out a good message, man. So I'm do all I can to support y'all. Thank you, Rick. No problem, Joel. Man, keep it a good work. Love you, brother, man. Y'all take care. All right, you as well. Bye. Right on. 888-775-3773. There are some lines open, but let me get to these clips, y'all. Man, look, look. This is going to, look. I'm going to show you, the first clip I'm going to show you is, I'm going to be able to get to Super Chats and everything. I'm going to do all this, y'all. And in this hour, watch me. Watch your boy. But look, let me tell you, this first clip I'm going to play is the problem in the world, like where the weakness lies, okay? The reason why, and we've all been here, so we don't want to be too judgmental about what I'm going to show you. But this is the problem in society and if we don't stop behaving this way it's not going to change so there's this clip that i found on instagram i'm gonna play it let me pull it up here uh and um this is of a comedian and this girl doing an interview and um i'm gonna just play it and you guys let me know what you think wife went topless on stage recently That's a good segue. One of the best segues. 
yeah. <laughs> How do you feel about that? I mean, I would feel like cool. Um, I guess the word is furious and cucked. Um, no, I. <laughs> no, I thought it was like the coolest shit I've ever seen. I thought it was like so punk the rock, and so thing. awesome. Like nudity for me is like there's nothing about it that is like <gasps> I don't I don't feel that like, at oh all. Oh my god, boobs. No, like zero. I mean, like listen, if Burt Kreischer had like titty. F that would have been upsetting. I would have Sorry, guys. called him and her. I would but have I had a conversation it. with both of them. So he said that I love it. He's lying. So basically, his wife um, is a comedian, it seems like, and she got on stage and took off her shirt and showed her her, her chest out, bare, bare naked upper body out to the world, on camera, in public, and everything. And he was asked... Uh, what'd you think about that? He said, I thought it was so cool. He's lying. He's lying. And that's weakness to its highest degree. That you would, uh, not that you would allow a woman to do this because you can't make her do anything, right? But that you put up with that is what's encouraging women to behave negatively, to go deeper and deeper into the evil nature within. And he sit up there and talk about, I love nudity. Nudity is a high. No, he's just not strong enough to, to put his foot down. So that's his excuse. And we've been there. And sometimes we find ourselves in that place. But we're, we're waking up, so we're more aware now, right? But the point is, regardless, if you behave that way, waking up or not, that's the very cause of the downgrade of society. And why women feel like they want to boss up. Because they're not being put in their place. And that man is pure wicked. Wicked heart of that man. For accepting that. And then lying about it. And he knows that. He does not like that. He knows that. And he knows he's dealing with pure hell. And he knows that um, he can't do anything about it. Well, he can, but he won't. <sighs> That's our society in a nutshell. But let me show you this one clip. This is an example. That one was boss up. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to show you boss down. Right? Were, were an example of bossing down. Instead of a woman bossing up, this is an example of bossing down that um, women have to start thinking in this way. And let me know what you guys think after this one. We're so afraid now of being vulnerable and being open and being broken to be rebuilt. Yes. Because the message that's being pushed out, out there is be independent, be empowered, be a boss, boss up. In my humble opinion, when you got a real black man, <laughs> he ain't falling for the boss up. That's right. So, and when you got a real black man, he puts his queen in a position where she don't want to boss up. I love feeling protected. I love feeling that with that man, everything is okay. Yes. So it goes both ways. And, and a lot of us in our community, we haven't been taught how to love. We haven't been taught how it should be in a relationship. We've not been taught those 
fundamental principles and values. So it, you know, we gotta go back to just the basics. Man, I rewatched that a little bit of that the other day, and it was just so deep to me. That's that's Monique. If you guys don't know who Monique is, she's a very popular comedian, and she was on the Fallen State. Jesse interviewed her a while ago, some years back, and it's so deep because. When a real man is present, like she said, he's not dealing with the, the boss up stuff, right? Like the woman trying to boss up, he's not dealing with that. And the woman knows he's not dealing with that. And because she sees that he's not dealing with that, she doesn't want to boss up. Like he almost breaks that, that barrier um, just by being, being, that real man and she can't help but become subject to it if she's really trying to overcome right she's really trying to work on herself she can't help but just appreciate that and find her way to her true nature as a woman isn't that amazing so all men have to do is focus on yourself focus on yourself and overcome and learn how to grow into manhood and by default, the women will just fall into place because they recognize a real man and they'll recognize that that's not their place. That's your place. And they won't want to try to, if they're a decent person, they won't want to try to compete with you because they're just like so in awe of you being a man and they just appreciate that they're allowed to be a woman. I'm done. But us men got to overcome. We got to overcome, y'all. We got to overcome. Not, and not overcome for the women or overcome for anybody, but overcome because it's the right thing to do. Become a man. And for a woman to overcome as well, to become a woman, to find her, her true nature. That's the only way. But when men do it, when men lead the way, the women follow. The women follow. The women follow. You can't make them follow. You can't tell them to follow. You can't beat them into submission. You just got to be that. And they'll just fall in line. And if, if she don't fall in line, the next one will. And if she don't fall in line, it'll keep going. But guess what? When all the ones that aren't falling in line and they're leaving, they're leaving with seeds that you planted. So one day, they'll think about it and recognize it when they're ready to overcome. And they'll be like, wow. They'll have that there. That's all I had to say, y'all. That's it. Let me, I got to end, but let me just get to a uh, couple super chats. Lamps on Buy Me a Coffee says, saving marriages around the world. Big up. I don't know if I'm saving marriages, but I'm just speaking on what I believed in and see to be true. And I'm, because I'm working on what's going on in my life 
and learning from my situations. But I appreciate that, Lamps, with the donuts. A few donuts. Thank you, Lamps. Uh, Matthew says, the devil is always trying to give me the blank blank. What the? Imagine having that many problems. Polyamorous sounds like hell, right? <laughs> it's hard for people to deal with one person. How are you going to have a, bolt, a, uh, a bunch of people? Because it's about sex. It's not about um, having multiple wives because it's holy. It's not. It's about some type of e ego gratification. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then on YouTube, Chris sent a uh, super chat with a little bird giving a thumbs up. Thank you, Chris. I appreciate it. And I always see you in, excuse me, I always see you in the chat as well, Chris. So I know you're a, a constant supporter of Bond. So right on, Chris. Back at you. Uh, I got to end. I'm done. I got it. Look, we got it all done, y'all. We made it happen in an hour. I appreciate you guys tuning in. Instagram, I appreciate you guys as well. YouTube, amazing stuff. Calls, the calls were great. I hope that all made sense. Follow me across the board, Joel Friday TV. I'm back here tomorrow for another episode of whatever. Who knows what we'll get into. But subscribe, share, like. So we can get the message out, y'all. I gotta go. See y'all later. Bye.